Hello, and welcome to the Power Your Advice podcast, brought to you by Advisorpedia. In this series, we interview innovators from across the financial services industry to help you understand who they are, what they do, and why that matters to you and your clients. And now, please join your host, Doug Heikinen. Hello, and welcome to the podcast. We've invited Jack Swift, who is the CEO of Tiffin Amp, to give us a rundown of Tiffin Amp, a division of Tiffin, and what AI can do on a platform to help asset management distribution. Welcome, Jack. It's good to be here. Thanks, Doug. What is Tiffin Amp and what does it do? Well, before I get into Tiffin Amp, I'd like to take a step back and talk about Tiffin collectively for a second. Um, Tiffin is bringing uh, AI into the wealth and the asset management space. And we do that across um, three different divisions today. The first, which is Magnify, it's Magnify with an I.com, which is our direct consumer business. It's focused on the self-directed market where we brought natural language search and conversational AI into the space for the first time. And uh, that division does very well in the self-directed market or B2C market. Second division is Tiffin Wealth. We serve the wealth advisory market uh, in the U.S. predominantly. And that uh, that is a container that contains a lot of wealth capabilities, for example, uh, risk management capabilities, donor advised fund capabilities, financial planning capabilities. And we we're very fortunate to work with clients there like Commonwealth, Sanctuary, Hightower, uh, and many others. The third division is what we're focused on today, Tiffin Amp, and that's our asset manager platform. And Tiffin Amp is bringing artificial intelligence into the asset management space to help asset managers modernize their distribution capabilities. So that's the focus of our discussion today, but I just wanted to frame that out before we jumped into Tiffin Amp. Great. Now, the asset management space is much bigger than people think it is. Uh, What are the key questions you're looking to solve for asset managers? I mean, it's a, it's a huge space. I mean, I think there's something, certain, something like 11,000 plus ETFs and mutual funds in the U.S. market alone, never mind uh, model portfolios, SMAs, and you know, UITs and all the other products that are out there. Um, it's a very noisy space. You know, I, when I think about the proliferation of products, it, to me, it's a lot like what we experienced with music going back, you know, 10, 15 years where you know, we used to wait for a CD to arrive in the mail, and then there was music that we could stream online, and then all music was available online. And at that point in time, we really needed technology platforms to help us to get to the music we wanted to listen to. Uh, and we needed we needed filters, we needed artificial intelligence, which is what is uh, in place today to help us to create playlists that we really like or make song recommendations. Um, so in many ways, what we do with Tiffin Amp is similar to what Spotify or Pandora did for music. They came in as an intelligence layer to help listeners get to the music they wanted. And their AI helps us all to build playlists that are interesting for us on a continual basis, because we're always changing our needs, wants, uh, are always changing around music. You know, needs, wants, fears, values are all changing with advisors and their uh, investors. And so what AMP is doing is this acting as an intelligence layer between on one side of the marketplace advisors 
on the other side of the marketplace, investment management, asset management organizations. So the matching exercise is between investment management products, ETFs, model portfolios, mutual funds, and advisors that are seeking to allocate on behalf of their investors in an intelligent, intelligent way. So we're bringing you know, artificial intelligence and machine learning in to create a more precise matching exercise between investment management products and advisors that are seeking to build portfolios on behalf of their clients, but in an intelligent and, and ever-evolving way. So one of the things that we do differently than others in the space is we're not just using historical demographic data or holdings-based data on advisors. We are using those things, but we're also layering in behavioral data. And uh, behavioral data being what advisors are reading, what they're clicking on, you know, what websites they're visiting, bringing that data in uh, to our platform to help create more precision in, in matching with specific investment management products. And we've also brought in uh, a closed feedback loop. So we are continually learning based on which funds, which firms advisors like to work with what their preferences for a particular firm or a particular type of investment management strategy as they work to build out portfolios for their clients. So AMP is really that intelligence layer that exists between investment management products and all those that are out there and advisors who are seeking to do the best they can for, for their clients. Can I ask you how the team solves these questions? I mean, so we can understand it? Well, I touched on the key piece, which is really two key pieces, but uh, first behavioral data and yeah. secondarily uh, the closed feedback loop. And when I speak to behavioral data, you know, knowing what an advisor has done recently, what they're interested in doing currently is really important. So it's not just about uh, what an advisor did five years ago or what holdings they have from a year ago. It's about what are they seeking to do today? Are they tax loss harvesting on behalf of their clients? Are they seeking to increase uh, exposure to technology stocks, for example? So it's it, that that's the behavioral data piece that we're bringing into the equation. So on the how we do things like we've partnered with Morningstar, for example, um, and Morningstar uh, is providing us with anonymized data on all of the proposals that are being produced each day across the advisor marketplace. So 180,000 advisors. And, you know, we're not able to see specifically which advisors are doing what, which is, you know, perfectly uh, fine from our perspective, but we are able to see specific trends. So if advisors are looking for uh, funds that do well in an inflationary environment, for example, we're able to, to see that. And so you know, how we do what we do is really about uh, using a conventional methodology around looking at advisors' holdings, looking at demographics, for example, you know, this, this advisor is based in, you know, a specific advisor may be based in Atlanta, Georgia, and may have 750,000 or 750 million in assets under advisement, but then layering in, but this advisor in Atlanta, Georgia, in the last two weeks has been really focused on allocating to, you know, lower cost ETFs in emerging markets. That's the behavioral data piece. And then the second piece of the how is through a closed feedback loop. So knowing that an advisor has allocated to a specific strategy and so or not, 
And in that information, yes or no, we are understanding whether or not the match that we thought was appropriate, for example, for an asset manager is a good match or wasn't a great match. Either way, there's, uh, there's learning happening. So back to our you know, Spotify or Pandora analogy, if, you, if these platforms, these music platforms make a recommendation on a song that you might add to a playlist, but you don't add it, it that platform's learning that that was not a great recommendation for you. If you add it, then it, there's also learning that that was a great recommendation you added to a playlist. And so that informs the algorithms as to what recommendations they may make in the future. The same thing's happening with Tiff and AMP. We are making you know recommendations to the asset managers as to which advisors could most likely be interested in their strategies and why, and then why now? So that's that's how we do what we do. That's so interesting. So I'm seeing how advisors use it, but how do asset managers partner with your team? And are all the partnerships the same? Yeah, asset managers really view us in a number of different ways. I think the um, you know, the headline here is they view us as intelligence as a service. You know, we're all familiar with software as a service, but the concept of data science and intelligence as a service is a newer concept. And we are working with asset managers in a variety of different ways. Not, not None of our partnerships are the same. We customize our partnerships to, to meet clients and prospect needs. You know, first for our largest clients, as I mentioned before, we are um, an extension of their data science team. We're augmenting their current data science capabilities. Uh, these are clients that leverage, you know, all of our products and services at AMP. And they're, they're sending us a lot of data to be able to, to leverage our models to create more understanding of what's happening in that data and then, and then action that data for their marketing team, for their sales team. And this can be a very broad application of what we're able to do with a series of models. You know, we have models that are focused on, um, you know, predicting what, it, what is the probability of an advisor choosing a specific product. Uh, another model is used, it's called a lookalike model, but it's used to analyze a current asset manager's client base, understand what that client base looks like, and then be able to evaluate a series of prospects and prioritize those prospects based on the mm -hmm. prospects that look the most like the current client base. So those are some of the capabilities that we're bringing to sophisticated clients like uh, Invesco, for example, or Harbor Funds, for example. Um, smaller clients or let's say medium-sized clients really rely on us to do what we call generate signals. And this is just identifying in the marketplace new leads for them on an intelligent basis. So being able to identify advisors that are great leads for their product. And then we, we bring those advisors into the AMP platform. We help those asset managers to nurture from a marketing, multi-channel marketing perspective, those advisors. And then from that nurturing, that nurturing process, we're able to identify which advisors are most likely to buy an asset manager's product right now. And we deliver those to the asset managers. Um, the third and final way we work with asset managers, and this is 
usually in conjunction with one of the other ways I've described, the other two ways I've described. But the asset managers will say, well, can we create awareness, brand awareness through some of the other parts of the Tiffin ecosystem, Magnify or Tiffin Wealth? And so we're creating brand awareness for those asset manager clients, specifically for retail and advisor um, advisor prospects through Magnify and Tiffin Wealth directly. Now that does create a customized data set. So the, the folks that have found a specific asset manager like an Alliance Bernstein's product interesting at Tiffin Wealth, there is data for us to mine there in informing the algorithms as to which products from Alliance Bernstein may be a fit for a specific advisor, but that's the third way. So, um, you know, three ways, really, first and foremost, very customized approach, leveraging all capabilities, all of our data science capabilities in a true data science partnership. Secondarily, generating leads for you know, small and medium-sized asset managers. And, and lastly, creating brand awareness, leveraging our other, uh, the other component parts of the Tiffin ecosystem. So how are you measuring success? Are there any results you can share from your partnerships? Sure. Yeah. I mean, uh, the first answer to that is you know, we're measuring success continually. Um, so how is always <laughs> every day? Um, and, you know, the algorithms are learning constantly across hundreds of thousands of iterations and, you know, hundreds of millions of pieces of data. So they're continually improving in what's called a, a supervised feedback loop format. So they're, they're always learning. Um, and then we're looking at those algorithms, our team, data science team, our, you know, our lead data scientist uh, came from Meta slash Facebook where he spent nine years as the lead data scientist there. So his, his team is evaluating how good are our algorithms at predicting open rates, click-through rates on emails, flows data, so the prediction that somebody would, uh, an advisor would actually invest in a specific fund that we think they would. Those are the things that we're, we're looking at you know, every single day. Are our models able to predict open click-through click through rates and then finally flows data? In specific, being able to describe um, a study we did in the fourth quarter with one of our clients. And we've been working with, the, with this client for a, over a year now. We wanted to understand, you know, if from our scoring methodology, an advisor had a fairly high score, what was the probability that that advisor, let's say greater than 50% on a scale of zero to 100, what was the probability that, that advisor would be more inclined to open, click through on an email sent, and most importantly, buy a specific asset manager's product? And what we found was, if an advisor had a score of greater than 50%, they were six times more likely to open an email. They were nine times more likely to click through into that email and learn more about the asset manager's product. And then most importantly, the advisor was 69 times more likely to purchase that specific asset manager's product. So th these are the ways we're, we're measuring effectiveness. We, we look for new ways every single day as we continue to evolve the, the models and they, they evolve themselves. But th these are, th that's one sp you know, specific instance of how we, we saw um, how effective these, this approach can be at matching advisors to the right asset management product. 
how is the AMP different and unique from asset managers, data science team, and the capabilities they're building in-house? Yeah, asset managers oftentimes struggle to attract and retain data science talent. I mean, these are organizations that are focused on generating investment management returns. They're not technology companies. So some of them have built, some asset managers have built some sophisticated uh, data science capabilities, but oftentimes it's difficult for them to build out the, the right team. Secondly, when they are able to attract the right data scientists to their team, oftentimes those folks get pulled into investment return generation rather than distribution. You know, creating just a little bit more alpha for the client versus helping the asset manager to more intelligently distribute. So that's the first spot where you know, we're focused on bringing AI into modernized distribution on behalf of the asset manager. So that's where things get a little bit different with uh, what people build, what asset managers traditionally have built in-house versus what we do as a data science partner, because we're coming in helping them to to understand their data um, with a very robust data science capability um, that it's very difficult for them to replicate internally. And oftentimes that's very welcome because these uh, large, typically large asset managers that have built an internal team, they, uh, they have lots and lots of data. They just can't action it. So they're sometimes spending millions of dollars on data packs from LPL, from Schwab, from uh, Fidelity, and they're not actually using that data. So we we help them to action that data, and we can also build very quickly. We had an asset manager come to us and say, we'd like to measure the effectiveness of our marketing campaigns against flows. Could you tell us like, which marketing campaign campaign generated you know, flow of X, Y, and Z? And it took us about a month to, to be able to build that capability in for this specific client. So that's an example of us as a data external data science team and, and our ability to, to execute very quickly against a very specific need that this asset manager had, be able to come back to them and say, this marketing campaign that was focused on investing in small cap international strategies drove $55 million into your small cap international fund. So I think it's, it's, uh, it's being able to, uh, to attract talent, to create flexibility and speed that's oftentimes very difficult for the asset manager to to uh, to to execute against internally and and many of them are not big enough to have one a team like this that's right and i think that's an advantage for the smaller asset manager uh, because they can leverage us as a completely outsourced data science capability and we we found that um you know we've been able to make the smaller asset manager sales teams much more effective as measured by you know conversion rates, we've been able to assist their marketing teams to be much more effective and learn through our intelligent nurturing capabilities. And so you don't have to spend millions and millions of dollars on building a data science team internally when you can work with Tiff and AMP as an external partner to, to bring data science capabilities into a, a smaller organization that can't necessarily afford that. Has there been a reason that's risen to the top um, of why asset managers are partnering with you? I, I think I think we help asset managers, as I mentioned before, to move really quickly 
in an ever-evolving market that's the, the pace of evolution is increasing. So we, we can step in very quickly and help the asset manager meet the pace of evolution. The other thing is we are we're allowing the asset manager access to a lot more data than they could typically get on their own. We have an exclusive arrangement with Morningstar where we get Morningstar workstation data. It's 180,000 advisors. We have another data partnership with LPL where we get 10 times the norm, the 10 times the data of a normal LPL data pack. So it's much more granular data. And so the, the, these are, these are, this is data that the asset manager didn't have access to. So a typical asset manager has a pretty narrow purview. The, their apertures pretty much what they can see through their system. So for us to bring in more data and in specific behavioral data that they can't see from a broader universe, like the Morningstar workstation or LPL advisors data, that's incredibly helpful for them because it makes not only the data science work that we do in, in producing signals and we don't, you know, we don't sell data back. We're not a data reseller. We're in the business of you know, creating signals for these asset managers, helping them to nurture and ultimately convert more uh, of their leads. Uh, bringing in broader sets of data helps what we do be more, more specific and learn more quickly. It also helps what they do um, and if they're nurturing internally to be uh, much more specific in its matching exercise because it's a, it's a broader data set that, that brings in a lot of more contextualized color and provides more of a 360 degree view of what advisors uh, needs look like in an ever evolving marketplace. So I think the, these are the reasons why asset managers have been keen to, to work with us. It seems to me like if asset managers are not focusing on this now, they may be left behind. Yeah, I mean, I couldn't agree with you more. I, I think it, AI is not, it's not coming to distribution and asset management. It's, it's here. And, you know, the team at Tiffin, we're, we're a pretty seasoned team when it comes to asset management. I think we have over 80 years of asset management industry experience and 40 plus years of, of data science experience. So this is not, um, you know, this is not a space we're unfamiliar with. We have seen this shift coming for quite some time and it is reshaping the asset management space and how distribution, which asset managers spend about a hundred billion dollars a year on in the US every year is done for asset management products. So it's, 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 it's not new. And I think any asset manager that's, that's not considering bringing AI into what they do for more intelligent, more modernized distribution is going to fall behind very, very quickly. Last, last one for you. If you had to give one piece of advice to asset managers starting on their journey to embed AI into their distribution model, what would that be? Don't be afraid. That, that, that AI is, uh, is, is not here to replace people. It's here to augment the work that your teams are doing to make that work much more fruitful and at speed. Very cool stuff. Thanks so much for joining us, Jack. Absolutely happy to be here. Thank you for having me. To learn more about Tiffin Amp, please visit Tiffin.com backslash amp. 
Please follow us for timely updates on Twitter, LinkedIn, and Facebook, all at Advisorpedia. For everyone at Advisorpedia, our producer, Julia Smolin, our engineer, Tori Miller, and the Power Your Advice podcast team, this is Doug Heikenden.